All right, good morning and welcome to today's stock market update for Wednesday, December 8th. And wow, stocks are back with a vengeance. The S&P 500 and Nasdaq had their best day since March. We'll take a look at this. Yesterday, Amazon's AWS went out and drags down Netflix, Tinder, Roku, and <laughs> I mean, pretty much every single uh, Alexa device here. Anyhow, uh, Apple, Tesla, and Starbucks are moving today. We will take a look at this. We'll take a look at what's happening with Stitch Fix uh, and also Dave and Busters and uh, much, much more. Now, if this is your first time here, hi, I'm Marcus Hivecutter. I'm a professional trader, and uh, every day we sift through a mountain of news websites, newsletters, and then we come here and bring you the most important stuff that you need to know as you start your trading day. And uh, with me in the studio is my head coach, Mark Hodge. Good morning, Mark. Good morning, Marcus. All right. So Mark has been trading for more than 24 years, and uh, together we have helped uh, thousands of traders to actually show them how to make money in these crazy markets. And uh, hey, let's do that right now. Let's get started yeah. and let's take a look at this of what's happening. So here is the S&P 500 yesterday. Huge big day, not only for the S&P, but also for the Nasdaq. Absolutely, Marcus. I mean, big, big day. S&P up over 2%, 2.1%. And uh, I was looking at it, and it looks like that puts the S&P 0.3%, or approximately 0.3%, about a third of a percent from its all-time record close. So it closed at 46.86. We could round it up to 46.87. Needs to get back above 4,700, where it had one close higher. Um, and it's about 1.2% from its record high. So it seemed like the the sky was falling uh the day after we had turkey and um indices are back yeah and and you called it you called it you said uh that uh this was an overreaction uh because market sold off very very rapidly on on news that was not very reliable or not many news that we had. It's mainly the uncertainty we talked about this that was dragging the market down. And now that we get more information about this uh, this variant of the coronavirus, we get a much, much better idea. And it also helped that this morning there were some, some good news from uh, Pfizer and BioNTech. Did you see that? I did. So Pfizer and BioNTech said that initial lab studies showed that a third dose of their COVID-19 vaccine neutralizes the Omicron variant. There's still studies being done, and I saw something out of South Africa that, that wasn't as optimistic, but overall, it really seems like it's it's painting a positive picture that the, that the vaccines uh, can neutralize things or help. And they even said that two doses still offered protection. So we've gone from a situation where is this going to spread like wildfire? And we saw how fast it was spreading. And will it really uh, be a, a huge issue when it comes to the healthcare system to being something that's a little more in line with what we've seen before? And so that uncertainty seems to be uh, gone, at least from a trading perspective. We'll see what other news hits. Yeah, I brought up the uh, S&P futures overnight. And uh, I mean, it was a little bit all over the place, right? I mean, this morning uh, when Pfizer and BioNTech uh, reported the news, at first they were pulling higher, now pulling back a little bit, uh, pretty much around the unchanged mark as we are heading into the uh, open here of the U.S. markets. 
I was a little surprised when I saw that Pfizer and BioNTech news. I was surprised that there wasn't more of a reaction, um, at least sustained and held going into the open. But it's there, there's still the you know buy the rumor, sell the the news, right? And, and so it could be that with this run up, people aren't as excited trading wise. We'll have to see. There, there's other factors at play for sure. Uh, absolutely, like absolutely. <laughs> now. Uh, Another big news yesterday, Amazon, <laughs> AMZN. Oh, I mean, the Amazon AWS system had a massive outage. I mean, not the whole system, uh, but uh, many, many co uh, servers on the East Coast. <laughs> and I mean, we, we all rely heavily on the, on the Amazon uh, web servers here, not only for uh, our devices, right? I mean, the Alexa device, Ring devices, all of this, but... I mean, also big companies like Netflix, Roku, Tinder, they're relying on these services. And uh, so yesterday, massive outage there. It was a mess. It, it was an absolute mess. And uh, a few other uh, people affected. I saw that Disney Plus was affected and they had issues at their theme parks with ticketing, letting people into the parks because of it. Um, Delta Airlines ticketing was affected, McDonald's, Hood, you know, Robin Hood, Coinbase websites, they were all affected. So this was a pretty big one. Well, uh, plus the, the Amazon distribution system. I mean, drivers have been waiting yeah. to, to know what packages go on what bands. And then at, uh, at 1 p.m., Amazon sent them home and said, you know what? No deliveries today. <laughs> I mean, this is with uh, what do we have? Uh, just a few days before Christmas here. Uh, what do we have? 16 days before Christmas. I mean, ah, that's a tough one, but the stock doesn't seem to be affected at all. In fact, yesterday, Amazon went up 2.8% in pre-market trading, right in line with the markets here unchanged. That is interesting that Amazon was higher yesterday. Yeah. I mean, and this uh, now that the, the Omicron virus uh, or the Omicron mutation is going a little bit into the background, it seems that almost we have business as usual. So, uh, for example, yesterday, Apple rallied three and a half percent because of an analyst upgrade, right? I mean, so we're back to anal uh, analyst upgrades, moving stocks, earnings, moving stocks. So we'll talk about that. So Amazon here, at, uh, no, Apple had a good day yesterday, up three and a half percent trading at new all time highs now. I, I saw that. And there was a Morgan Stanley analyst that raised Apple's price target to 200. And uh, the, the analyst mentioned that she believes that Apple uh, doesn't have the augmented reality headset or self-driving car priced into uh, Apple shares right now. And, and that's that's interesting because I, I think that those are two wild cards for Apple. <clears throat> you know, Apple does a great job with its tech and, and uh, leading the way. And uh, gosh, Apple self-driving car. We'll see. That'll be a fun one. <laughs> we'll see. Talk about self-driving cars. Tesla also had a good day yesterday because Tesla, I mean, Tesla had a rough uh, November and December uh, with Elon Musk selling uh, more than $10 million worth of shares. Then yesterday there were the news that they had to recall some some cameras and replace them in, uh, in some of their cars. Uh, but yesterday, finally, a good day up 4% for Tesla. Agreed. And after Monday's dip into the you know twenty percent drop territory, it looks like that one thousand levels uh, held up, and uh, short term support seems to be holding. So nice day yesterday for sure.
All right, uh, Starbucks, another stock on the move yesterday. At Starbucks, we almost have to switch to a weekly chart to see what's going on. So uh, surprisingly, that it fairly well during the pandemic seems that everybody needed their their Starbucks uh, during, through takeout here. Uh, but they have been rather flat. So trading in a range here between 110 and 120, uh, 125 approximately. But yesterday up 2.5%. Nice little move there. I saw that there was a MKM Partners upgrade uh, from neutral to buy rating, and they said the stock's recent underperformance created a buying opportunity. But you're right. I mean, you have to go back to a weekly chart to to see its range. It's and on a weekly, it's, it's pretty yeah. sideways. And again, talking about back to normal and uh, what is moving the markets right now. Analysts upgrade and earnings. We still have a few earnings coming in AutoZone. Really late to the party here, reporting earnings, but hey, swinging, uh, come on, coming out swinging here. <laughs> yeah, big earnings win, uh, 7.6% yesterday. Looks like a little bit of a pullback pre-market, uh, but they reported better than expected earnings and also better revenue. Uh, so people like that. Uh, then we have DBI Designer Brands also reported earnings yesterday. So uh, yeah. they actually uh, soared yesterday uh, almost 15%. And uh, this morning, pre-market trading up another 2.3%. Yeah, nice follow through uh, pre-market. Definitely a big move. Looks like a stock that recently has been kind of, you know, trading in these ranges. I wouldn't say, you know, sideways to range bound, but just these big, big ranges. And so now getting back up to those 2021 highs. All right. Moving over to fast food, Jack in the Box. And uh, let's switch to a weekly chart here because also Jack in the Box uh, at first looks very similar to Amazon. Um, did okay during the, the pandemic here, uh, but recently has been slumping down, but then uh, reported uh, better than expected earnings. No, this was actually another, another analyst upgrade, right? Yeah. Deutsche Bank and um, also the, the analysts liked the acquisition of del taco so i guess that jack in the box now owns del taco there you go <laughs> okay so this morning looking at what's happening uh, pre-market i mean stitch fix down 26 percent here in pre-market trading yeah this one's a tough one marcus you know we've been talking about this one for months with our mastermind group and just you know longer term now i i i just don't get the the business model um and it holding up at least at the levels that we saw earlier you were felt the same way right. um so they reported weak second quarter earnings and uh, full year revenue guidance um so they did beat on top and bottom estimates but uh you know guidance is is the issue yeah well, we, we warned uh, our mastermind members over and over and over, stay away from Stitch Fix, stay away from Stitch Fix. On the other yeah. hand, play Dave & Buster's. We have been trading Dave & Buster's for a while. Let's switch here to a weekly chart. Uh, so, and they reported better than expected earnings and jumped this morning. Uh, they were up as much as 6% right now, pulling back a little bit, but uh, looking going strong into the open more than 4%. Yeah, nice move here. And, and this, like you said, this is one we have traded. And uh, recently we saw a dip kind of breaking through that support level. But nice move there. 
Dave and Buster's uh, reporting better than expected third quarter earnings, 21 cents per share versus uh, an eight cent estimate. And uh, they also said the business recovery is strengthened through the first five weeks of the fourth quarter. So could be a, a nice quarter for them. All right. And Weber, Weber Grills, after they did the IPOs and did the uh, typical IPO dance at first going up, then pulling back. I mean, we have seen this over and over and over again. Trading Sideways uh, reported earnings right now for the second time since they went public and they're up in pre-market trading. People like what uh, they had to report. Yeah, Weber reporting a, a smaller than expected loss for the quarter. They lost uh, 13 cents. Um, five cents less than what was expected. So still trying to, to get things cooking. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's uh, also see what is happening with Bitcoin. I mean, Bitcoin after sliding this weekend and being down uh, yeah, almost 30% from the previous highs. Uh, this morning, trading below 50,000 again. I mean, right now it seems that uh, Bitcoin is trading a little bit above 50,000 or below 50,000. So Everybody is uh, waiting and seeing what's happening next here. Will the slide continues or is this another buying the dip opportunity? We see these round numbers hold up uh, time and time again. And it does look like 50, 50 is that line in the sand for Bitcoin. So yeah. And I, and we'll I just saw an interesting, sorry, go ahead. Uh, I said, we'll see where it ends today. Yeah. I, I saw an interesting statistic this morning that half of the, uh, the Bitcoin holders bought Bitcoin for the first time this year. So we, we have a lot of people who are trading Bitcoin for the first time. And this is probably also what accelerated this drop on the weekend where uh, people who are not very familiar with this volatility that cryptocurrencies have panicked and then just said, sell, sell, sell over the weekend. Uh, that, that was interesting. I didn't know that there's so many people coming in in 2021. I thought that many of these uh, uh, Bitcoin owners came in over the past few years, but half of them this year, it, that's a lot. That is interesting. And, you know, I opened up my PayPal app uh, for the first time in, in years. And I just saw it like you get like a $5 uh, Bitcoin credit if you do something. I can't remember, but it's just so easy to buy Bitcoin now. So I, I agree, Marcus, that stat caught me off guard. But Bitcoin really has woven its web into all sorts of devices and uh, it's just so easy to buy. So maybe that's not so surprising. We'll see. All right, let's get ready to trade these crazy markets. If you'd like to know how we trade these crazy markets, take a look at these videos. And if you like this update and want to make sure that you don't miss another one, subscribe to this channel and we'll see you in the next video. Happy trading, everybody.